Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Star Companion. My name is David. And I wanted to say David again, Zach. but my name is Zach. And uh, this is the Internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. The Star Companion. The Star Companion. We are back, everybody. We're back again. And if you're listening in chronological order, we're back from that last episode you just finished. Last. Where, damn it. That last <laughs> episode we just finished where we apologize for our existence. And I'm sorry again. I'm still sorry. But just we're always sorry. We're back again. That's the one thing I've realized that being in a relationship with a woman is you just you're always wrong. You're just always <clears throat> apologizing for something, yeah. and it feels good. I, apo- <laughs> I it's, apologize it's, for things just just because. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. I mean, I guess I am. I apologize for jokes constantly. Well, I'm sorry. That was mean. Yeah. It wasn't that mean. It was just a joke. I had a pretty good 9/11 joke one time, and. Uh, Brittany got pretty mad at me and said, too soon. And I was like, too soon? It's been like 19 fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I was making them like a couple days after. I wasn't. I was eight. Yeah. I was eight years old. You weren't eight. Yeah, I was. You were 11. Or 11. I was 11. I remember that. I remember it, too. Did you go to school that day? Uh, yeah. I did, too. I went to school that day, My dad's too. like, they're not going to bomb some private school in Doherty. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's pretty much what my my family thought. And then, yeah, uh, I was like one of like a handful of people. Yeah, me too. That was at school, and they played it on the TV. Yeah, we just watched the rest of it. Yeah, we did too. <laughs> I mean, what? I think mostly because the teachers wanted to know what the fuck was going on. Oh no, totally, totally. But that was not what you should have been doing. No. Let's show fifth graders people jumping out of buildings. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. And watching buildings full of people. T- tumble down i can see the image of the classroom i was in and where the tv was yeah yeah that was an awful day 
But you know what's a good day? What is? Is, is any day that you listen to Star Companion Holy Podcast. Holy shit, dude, that's right. And uh, if you're listening to me right now, that day is today, folks. That day is today. Yeah, and thanks for listening to us on all major podcasting platforms. Yes. If you like what you're hearing, you can send us a buck or two at patreon.com slash Companion. can do that. For those of you that did reach out to us, we addressed it a little bit last episode, but we will be getting back to you. Um... And thank you for emailing us. We'd greatly appreciate you guys. Yes. And, um, you know, thanks for checking in, all, all of you guys, whenever you do on email or Facebook. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash StarCompanion. Nice. You can find us there. Um, Friend us. Yeah, like and uh, send us a message. And we'll uh, we'll be sure to disagree <coughs> with your political posts. Left, yeah. right, doesn't matter. We'll disagree with all of them. I guarantee you, I will disagree with whatever you put up. Yeah, um, it's actually part, it's part of our service that we're we're, <laughs> we're now offering um, anywhere disagreements that you want. and apologies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to be made whole verbally by someone um, <laughs> apologetically disagreeing with you, then we're your guys. That's right. If you like that kind of mistreatment by your favorite <laughs> co-hosts of, your, of a Star Trek podcast. Then we're those guys for you. Yeah, and, and if you like cum jokes, Voxala ep something. <laughs> there you go. It's definitely season one. Speaking of mistreatment, um, the Enterprise got its fair <clears throat> share of mistreatment in the last episode. Today's episode is season three, episode 19. Damage! Named Damage. Damage. Which is English for... Uh, Da- uh, damage. Oh, okay. I was trying to see where you're... In, 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 I couldn't come up with a different definition for damage, so I just went with damage. On the mistreatment note, yeah, Dad's going to mistreat some fools. Yes. And he's going to run it by fucking everybody yes. before he does it. Mm-hmm. I just want you guys to know, I'm going to mistreat him. Thoughts? Don't do it. Okay, okay I'm doing it. Disagree with that. <laughs> you know, in a lot of ways... Um, we're a lot like Dad here at the Star Companion. Yeah, we and you know beyond watching and reviewing Star Trek episodes Stardate by Stardate, mm-hmm. we like to apologize for the mistreatment that we engage in. Yes, we do. I'm sorry. Um, what was I going to say? <clears throat> There's trouble you know, in paradise. There is trouble in paradise, and uh, this episode we see we we eventually. I'm going to jump ahead here a little bit, but oh, we yeah. see we see the command transfer from to Paul back to Archer and uh, something that I was thinking about today is is he was sinking uh, sinking into darkness you were sinking about I was what? sinking I was thinking that dad actually is a pretty good leader um, or at least the way that the show makes him out to be because people trust his judgment people don't really trust to Paul's judgment um, well, that's because she's a filthy Vulcan. Yeah. And they've been holding us back for hundreds of years. They didn't trust her at the beginning of this episode. They didn't trust her last episode when she was, when they were getting blown up. And she kind of froze under pressure. Yeah, and as it turns out... she got a little problem. she's got a little, uh, you know, kind of problem. Mm-hmm. Mommy's on the sauce. Mommy is on the sauce. So at the beginning of the episode, uh, the Zindi are deciding what to do with, with Dad. And Degra and his primate friends say, "We're gonna send him off with the aquatics." And the lizards say, "No, we're gonna we're gonna take him." And uh, they the lizards get stone stonewalled so hard, so hard. 
and uh, they they basically get shamed and humiliated in front of the Zindi, and they get told to fuck off, and so they kind of slither away or whatever reptiles do. Yeah. And Dad ends up on a uh, aquatic ship. He's being transported in a small little kiddie pool because mm-hmm. that's right. Everything on a aquatic ship is is water. I had a I had a question for you. Go. It goes, hey David. Yeah. What do you think getting uh, drinks is like at the factories? You know where like all all of the Zindi work at. <laughs> That's know, a good question. Like a multicultural place, like. There's like yeah. a little like a little pool where the manatees like come up and rest their arm yeah. on the side of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you think the manatees hit on the ants? Do you think there's like inter Zindi sex? I think there has they, to be. Do you think they're allowed to? I mean, there has to be. Where are the mongrel breeds? There has to be. I know this chick, and you know her too, but oh, for wow. the for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> she'll just be a chick. She has a dog that was uh, that's half coyote and half German shepherd. Oh. And this, <laughs> yeah. this German, so this means that a German shepherd <laughs> dog was out running around on a ranch somewhere, and a coyote came up and, and fucked it. And was like, you know what? It's now. Yeah. And apparently, in, in the past, according to biology... Uh, there's been interspecies breeding. Biological animals just fuck each other. Mm-hmm. It just happens. And yeah. we'll see that in a couple episodes <clears throat> when we run into that generational ship. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. And and you know what Yeehaw. else? For all of you dolphins that are listening, come, <laughs> come get me. You know, why I'm ready. not? Let's, I'll give it a go. You know, I mean, but I... I, I not like that, like that. No, I mean... Yeah, ev- the other way. Well, every time we go in the ocean, you blow uh, water rings, or air rings, and then you confuse the fish with them, so you and dolphins would, would get along really well. Did you know dolphins did that? I'm lost. What the fuck did you just Dolphins say blow air rings in the water. Yeah. And then they stir it up real quick, and it confuses the fish and knocks them out, and that's how they eat them. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, they're they're brilliant. It's that simple? Yeah. Well, because you blow like an air thing up to them, and then they can't breathe, so they're <gasps> and then they stir it up a little bit, and the fish. Get... Oh shit! Yeah, dolphins are savages, dude. They've even tried to rape humans. Yeah, they rape. They rape, but they, they save. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, and you know when Dad was on this aquatic ship, I I was just thinking, what a shitty idea for a space traveling species, because if you get any holes in your hole, you're done. Right, you they just, would need water vac suits. Yeah, well, you d- dude, you just blow a, a hole in their in their main hole, all the water fucking goes out into space. It gets sucked out into the vacuum of space, and you're fucking done. Well, I mean, we would be too if they took our air. So I mean, they would need to, they would need a vacuum suit. That's true. With water in it. But if we don't have air, we can still kind of function. Like you can run over to the O2 nozzle and be like. <gasps> Sure. Yeah, Manatees right. are just flopping on the on the fucking ground like Trying a bunch of idiots. Trying to get to the nearest shower. <laughs> yeah. Um, just opening their mouth under the shower. You know, and and furthermore, these manatees, like, God forbid, they get a cotton ball in their nose. You know, or, or a straw in there. Or fishing well, line wrapped around their neck. Yeah. I mean, what if what if the what if the ant ones drink six packs, man? Yeah, and they don't care about their uh, their you know little circle waist. I don't know what to call that thing. God forbid, you know the ant spring breakers down in Ant, Florida, get on their ant boats and and chop off the back of a manatee's back with their ant boat. Oh God! 
That's what happens if humanity's that done. That's what happens. Yeah. You're right. No, that's an accurate representation of what would happen if an ant uh, <laughs> person on their ant boat went down to Ant Florida. Florida. <laughs> While they to the were ant keys, to the ant floor, the ant keys, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> accidentally scratched a little ant scratch into the manatees with their ant boat propeller. Yeah, that would be very unfortunate. That would be unfortunate. But we don't live in the realm of unfortunate things. No, Zach. we don't. We, we live in the realm of fortunate, fortunate things. things. And one of the most fortunate things that happens is all of a sudden a. Uh, there's a distress signal? There's no before that. Okay. There's a tiny ship coming towards Enterprise and what? they beam it on board and as I live and breathe, it's dad in a space freezer. Holy <laughs> <laughs> It's dad in a space freezer. As I live and breathe. <laughs> um I like that they were just looking at the thing. You know, they're like, <laughs> Where's the opening? They were just looking for the button, button, button. Who's got the button? You know, there's got to be something on here. We can open it up. And they just open the fridge door. <clears throat> well, and what if they open the fridge door and, like, sarin gas shoots out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why were all the first officers there opening the thing? <laughs> Everybody's crowded around it. This is something that you bring up frequently that I think is so funny is the lack of protocol. <laughs> Dude, zero protocol. Yeah. I know they're figuring it out as time goes, but... At a certain point, um, they have slip ups. <laughs> well, at a certain point, every major character shouldn't be in the same room at the same time <laughs> for safety reasons. Yeah, and uh, you know, some that's sort so of... funny. God, Dad wakes up pretty quickly, and uh, they don't even mention that there's a human bio sign. By the way, no, it's just a bio sign. They go, "It's a bio sign," and then they cut away, and then it's just like in the ship. Dad pops out like Dracula. <gasps> You know, and he stands up and he starts grabbing people by the lapel. Seven million, <laughs> seven million. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. They're gonna kill my planet. Uh, I don't care how long it takes you to get home, mom. <laughs> okay, I need your warp coil. They're gonna blow a burf. I need the warp coil, motherfucker. Yeah, of course they run into a a ship and they they. Yeah try to petition him for a warp coil and they say we can't do that captain dad says look here asshole i need a warp co coil <laughs> warp coil warp coil <laughs> um that guy by the way is um oh my god it's not jason jambi uh giambi that's a sports guy it's the guy who plays uh, uh damar from deep space nine. Oh really yeah okay and, and damar has like he's like one of the Next best characters in Deep Space Nine has mm. a great story arc. He's a Cardassian like Garrick. Nice. Yeah. So more reusing of characters. Good. Yeah. Uh, good eyes. They, good well, eyes and goose. there were two others as well. Two, two more of those guys mm -hmm. were um, also Deep Space Niners. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're that's continuing. Your, that's your continuity for you. Yeah, they're, and I'm the continuity <clears throat> kid. I've said that since day one. Yes, you have. Yes, sir. So they get yes, sir. So they give them a little trillium D. They don't get exactly what they want. They fuck off for a little bit. And during this time, T'Pol goes back to her, to her quarters to get some sleep. And that Vulcan acid is wild, son. Oh, she's she, tripping out. She wakes up and she's like, "Oh, I'm, we don't know where she's going at this point." But she goes down to cargo hold two, and uh, she wears this space space suit that are that's really sturdy. Even when she falls over, the air hose pops out of the back. That's how sturdy it is. <laughs> like, easily. It's like, really? I could literally yank it out, and you'd be like, <gasps> <laughs> um, 
she takes a material out of out of a little box and then she brings it back with her and inhales it out of a broken uh, light bulb. So we don't know what that's about. And dad at this point gets very dark. Dad is turning into broody dad. Don't you just hate that look that dad gets when he's being kept from what he thinks he needs? He gets this look of like, you trying to fuck me, dude? What a statement. (laughs) No, seriously. He gets this look about him. Yeah. Where he knows he's being kept from what he needs. And it's this like wily contemplative, like, how am I going to fuck you now? Because I need this. He's sitting in his office with the lights off. No dog. Uh No dog. Flox walks in. He's just staring. He's eating the cheese. (laughs) Didn't even save it for Porthos anymore. No. Uh, Oh, in that last episode, make sure he only gets one slice of cheese. <laughs> like, you're right. That was a half-assed. It was. <laughs> Goodbye. He's coming back. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. There was no sadness. He had that smile on no. his face like, I'm doing this for the greater good. And it's like, you're going to be back. Uh, so, as, as if he's seen the next 400 years through the eyes of Daniel. Yeah. You know, that's how he's walking around. But anyway. Dad, he's getting broody. He has a meeting. Very broody. He has a meeting with Flox. He says, Flox, I'm going to do some shit that may not be good. Literally, he goes, I'm going to do something bad. (laughs) Daddy's going to be bad daddy. Daddy. Look, I'm going to do something that's going to be questionable in nature. That you ain't going to like. As most things are with dad nowadays. So Paul shows up and says, what are you planning, Dad? And he says, look, bitch, seven million. <laughs> well, he gets that moment of like, well, I need to go do it. And then they push back a little bit and then mm-hmm. he flips and he goes, seven million. They're going to destroy Don't you understand? And so he takes them all to his ready room where he's still ducking under that fucking beam. It drives me nuts. <laughs> when they, so I was watching it again. And so... He's talking on one side of it. They cut it to Paul, and then they cut back to him, and he had just finished ducking under it with his hand up by it. It drives me wild, dude. It's like you guys couldn't have made this bigger. And you could have wrote it out. Yeah. There could have been something that happened in that room, and they're like, yeah, we fixed the beam in here. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, they it's not real. It. That would have been, been funny if they addressed it. You know, and it's just crazy to me that, uh, Scott Bax is literally every day just dealing with it. Yeah. And I bet you he didn't say anything, even though it did bother him on the inside, because, <laughs> oh, um, you know, I'm dead. No. It's okay. I'm just happy to be here, you know? He grabs a mic and starts singing. Yeah. <laughs> they, is that a piano? Whoa. I'm not ready. I can play the piano. I'm not ready. I guess, I guess I could throw a tune together. So. Nobody knows. <laughs> like, what? I seen skies of blue. <laughs> Dad reveals his plan and he says, "We're gonna follow those fuckers down who denied me, and we're gonna shove their ass in the dirt and call them names." I definitely got something up my sleeve that's kind of reminiscent of that nineteen early nineteen eighties, late nineteen seventies movie. Uh, or was it the nineties Casino? Casino, where they dig the hole and they put them in the sand and mm-hmm. let the scorpions come. Put his ass in the dirt. Pretty much. That's that's what we're going to do We here. need that warp coil because we need to meet up with Degra Look. in three days. Tanagra. <laughs> Darmok. Okay. Darmok. I'm about to step over a line. 
Okay, Joker. Jesus Christ. Every man's kind of what? See himself become the villain? Is that where we, are we getting the Batman line now? Okay, Joker. Jesus Christ, dude. They oh, am- I love chaos. <laughs> like, okay, Dad, you really... It's all part of the plan. I don't know if you, you went... You won the sauce... <laughs> Smoking that trillion D. <laughs> Jesus Christ, at a certain point. It's like. Those people who ran you... off with the warp coil. I'm like a dog chase. I wouldn't know what to do with them. <laughs> it's just one of those moments where. I mean, I get it, but. Okay, Joker. Wouldn't it have been easier to just, like, have not let them leave? Yeah. In the first place? Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that he tried to, like,. He's like, oh, we've got you some reconstituted protein, which, you know, you can make eggs or bacon. I mean, you know, you can get a little flavoring, a little mushroom in there. It'll Space make, roll. It, make it tight, taste like whatever you want. But um, I don't give a shit how long it takes you to, to get home. I'd leave you chef, but I need him. <laughs> I need chef. And it's one of those things where don't you think <laughs> maybe, don't you think maybe he could have been like, Here's a secret transponder button, and mm-hmm. when I go finish my mission... We'll come get you. I'll, we'll come get you, or fix your warp coil. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, I'm going to be shitting Zindi warp coils here at some point. Yeah. At least the lizard and ant ones. Yeah, and those yeah. are way better than mine. Yeah. Or yours, your shitty one, in your tiny little ship that holds like a hundred dudes. Did <laughs> yeah. you notice that? No. <laughs> little baby ship. <laughs> they infiltrate. They infiltrate this baby ship, and uh, the guy's like, "Why are you doing this? And what? What's going on? <laughs> Has this ever happened to you?" <laughs> they they energize the warp core out of out of the ship after disabling it, and the guy's like, "What's going? Why are you? Le- <laughs> What's going on? I thought we were friends." And wow. Dad hits him with the coldest energize I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, sometimes you got to do energize. Energize. I'm out. And they it pans out, and uh, you just realize that they're just flying through the galaxy <clears throat> in a bombed-out shit bucket. <laughs> I just wanted to call the Enterprise the shit bucket. You did a good job. Thanks. This is a real episode that's reminiscent of uh, <laughs> the Deep Space Nine, like, gray area. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, I like it. I liked it a lot. Especially when they got on the on the ship and they just started shooting people, I was like, "Fuck, man, shit's going down." Um, you know, y- you know that the first time that they docked, you know the the small ship, and he's like, ah, "I can't give you the warp coil." You know, when he left, Dad was standing at the airlock, and he's like, "Yeah, nice to meet you guys," and all that <laughs> stuff. And Dad's like, "Yeah," and he closes the door on him. <laughs> they just fucking unhatch and they fly away. And Dad started brooding. He's like, "I'm gonna get that fucking warp coil." He was slighted. Mm-hmm. You know, what did you uh, say? Don't you just hate that look dad gets when he's being kept from what he thinks he needs? <laughs> it's true. It's so incisive. Um, yeah, I mean, like, so dad just robbed these guys. To Paul's a drug addict. Trip mm-hmm. can't hang and Phlox is still glass out fulling it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. I mean, you know, you're just. It'll be all right. You're just in the, your place at this time. Sounds like you guys need some bats monkeys and stuff i could give you some you know guano (laughs) if you you know rub it on you in your bath (laughs) might help you or we got some leeches looking at next episode's uh notes i forgot to mention that paul 
or to Paul goes in to meet with Paul. <laughs> goes in to meet with flocks and uh, she says that she has a trillium d addiction and she's been addicted to it for three months now because it allows her to access emotions which is why she's been on that hippy dippy bullshit vibe yeah. and i i gotta tell you really wonder if that was the play from the beginning yeah <laughs> this has been the star companion yep you can find us on all major <laughs> podcasting platforms you can contribute to us at patreon.com slash the star companion. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Everywhere. And um, yeah. We hope you enjoyed it. Take care of yourself. Goodbye. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching fashion trends, pep talks where we give advice, mental health moments, and games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>